every person that I talk to, it's either their first time on a podcast or the first time that I've ever talked to them in my entire life. I cannot tell you how many people <laughs> I'm like, Hey, what's your name? Want to do a podcast about God? Sounds good. All right, let's do it. That's awesome. Oh, That's oh, what's man. cool about doing stuff like this though, man. You develop relationships you never would have had before. So completely uh, agree. it forces you to do different things man it's awesome what you're doing oh man i appreciate it welcome everybody to the finding faith podcast and i'm here with the starting quarterback on the freshman high school team um also my former teammate in gymnastics my uh i believe my senior year and possibly junior year as well um and currently the most successful and and prestigious and well-known uh, realtor in the state of Illinois, Chris Herrera. Chris, how are you doing today? Thanks for having Nick. Nick, have you told them what your famous nickname is? H- have I told them what my nickname was? What, what your famous nickname? It, it was and still is. It still is to this day. No, I have not. <laughs> you, you guys are talking to Nick, the famous Nick, the Quint Dawson. <laughs> this guy was a, a legend in high school and in Mr. Jesse's class. He was Fun time, fun time. I forgot about that. Yeah, I still remember him saying your saying your name in the podium during the football game. Oh my fun. gosh! <laughs> uh, oh man, I appreciate, it. I appreciate. It. Those were fun days, man. Oh man, yeah. how? So let's start out with. Tell us about yourself really quick. I know I gave you an intro on what you currently do, mm-hmm. but I want to know what got you into what you're doing right now. How did that even start? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm in the real estate world, mm-hmm. so I got started. To be honest, I made, the, <laughs> I made the mistake of going to out-of-state college. For me, it was a mistake. For some people, it's amazing. and It's a great, great experience. For me, I went to out-of-state college, which meant out-of-state tuition. Yep. Uh, which meant a lot of student loans. <laughs> yep. So I had like senior year, I had like this kind of panic attack. Like, what am I going to do? I can't afford this. Like it, it, it was, I was having a big meltdown. And mm. so I started reading about investing, reading about how to do, how to build wealth and just get myself out of this hole. And I landed on real estate. And so I started investing first. I bought some buildings, started renting them out. And then I started just, wanting to get more involved in real estate and really loving it and wanting to find a way at this point in my life, I was like, I love real estate, but I'm not happy with my personal life. Like, how do I get into a field where I can help other people as well? I was like, you know, the only way I can do that right now is use what I know and what I know is real estate. So I started getting into the residential side of it and helping people out moving, helping people with their transition. Uh, Cause not a lot of people know what it's like to buy a property or sell and it's, it's stressful. Mm-hmm. So I, I do my best to guide them through it and help them through it and make them understand it and, and help them be confident about it so that they're, they're excited and, and it's a memorable experience and not something you, you know, you see on TikTok saying, hey, I regret buying my house and, and showing horror stories that you see sometimes <laughs> online. Uh, let's let's backtrack really quick. So you were in debt because you went to college at Iowa State, um, at Iowa State College and mm-hmm. you're thought process was, you know what, I'm going to invest in real estate where I'm going to get a loan. If I, if I'm thinking correctly, right. It'd be like, I'm going to get a loan, be more in debt, but I'm going to get properties and I'm going to try to rent those out. Is that, is that how it goes? (laughs) (laughs) 
when you say it like that, it, it sounds backwards. But yes, that's that's what I decided to do. Um, you know, the thing with real estate is you don't need a ton of money to mm. get a huge return. Oh. Um, what I mean is that the magic with real estate is you get leverage, right? You don't need, you know, five hundred thousand dollars to buy a building. Okay. You need, you know, fifteen thousand. Okay. Know, something like that. Um, and you can use the leverage from the from the market appreciating your value. Your home, your home prices is always going to go up, you know, 99% of the time. And so you get to use that leverage. Um, that's not even your money, right? You're borrowing from the bank. You're borrowing it. Yeah. It's play money. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <but laughs> um, you're getting to use this money that the bank's borrowing it. You're borrowing from the bank and you're being this appreciation in your home. You're able to use it to buy other properties, to, be, to refinance and, and buy more investments and, and just get more, freedom and options in your life, which at that time I had, I had none. <laughs> <laughs> Let, so let's keep on going into this. So you, so you're, you put yourself in, in this situation. And when I mean, put yourself in this situation, I mean, you purchase that, that first amount of land or you go through that first loan. Um, mm -hmm. what did that look like? How was that process? How what were your feelings towards that? Like, how were you feeling when this was happening? Uh, definitely. Again, I, I mentioned panic, panic attacks. I, I had a lot of, <laughs> yep. I had a lot of them because I was so nervous about doing this the first time. Um, I mean, what it looked like realistically is I bought this building that was, I bought it, I bought a four unit that was for like three fifty five. And in real estate, if you buy a building that you're going to live in, that's within four units, you only need to put three and a half percent down. Oh, so I was, yeah, I was able to come with a low down payment, live in the building. And did and you, did you do the research on this before you, before you got into it? Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was, yeah, this is something that took me, it was a year in progress. Like the time I bought my first building to when I started researching, it took me a year. Okay. So it takes time, you know, you, you want to, Especially, at least for me, for me, doing something like this was a huge leap of faith. And I was scared to death, even when I bought the building, <laughs> the, the night of the night that I had the building the first time, I was laying in bed, like, scared, like, what if the pipe burst? What what, if, what am I going to do? Like, I don't, I was freaking out if, if bad things happen, because that's my, that's how my mind would work when yep. uh, negative thinking automatically. So, um, yes, it was definitely hard to do it, but it was something I, I'm glad I did. And yeah, it's been paying me back ever since. That's awesome. And so let's now let's let's compare this, okay? Because mm -hmm. it, it's funny when I hear you talk about these things when you when you say like it was it was a leap of faith for me because honestly, mm -hmm. I noticed this leap of faith back in high school and the reason why I say that was because um you didn't have any gymnastics experience. I, we were talking in class one day and I was like, Chris, I'm going to teach you how to do backflip. You're like, Nick, I can't do a backflip. I'm like, the lies. That is not true. We're going to figure it out together. And you joined gymnastics, but you, you didn't know what you were doing. Like you, you were a complete novice, but you stuck with it. And it's one of those things where like, Let's, I want to know your thought process on that. Like what, what made you be like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm, it's something I've never done before, but I'm just going to go for it and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of had this for me growing up. I, there was always things that I wanted to do that mm. I always felt like were not, were not for me. Like mm. I, I didn't feel like I fit that mold. I felt like it was weird for me to do it. And for some reason at that point in my life, like I was so committed to football, like that was my, yep. that was my like dream at that point in time. And I was like, 
how can I get better at football? I'll do anything. I will do anything to get better at football. And I'm like, how can I build strength? Hey, let's do gymnastics. That's so cool. And I, I feel like that's kind of the driving force for me. Like I had this one goal that I cared about so much that it didn't matter how weird I felt doing it. You know, it wasn't my, it wasn't my skill set. It wasn't anything that fit the mold for me. Mm-hmm. But when I had a goal that I really cared about, you know, anything kind of, I threw everything else out the window and just kind of tried to dive in and, and do whatever I could to, to get better at it or to build a strength in the off season. And hearing you say that now is just even more inspiring because you were, uh, you, you watch these videos online and, and what makes somebody successful? It's like, Hey, find something that you're passionate about. Just go all out for it. So you literally were like, Hey, football is a fall sport. Gymnastics is a spring sport. What can I do in order to prepare myself to the best of my ability? So even when it's not necessarily, it's not, it's not fall, it's not the summer. So it's not time for us to like do, um, to, to do summer football practices and whatnot. Like I'm going to dedicate this current season that I'm in to gymnastics, which is something I never did before, but I think it's going to increase my strength, my core. It's going to, it's going to make me learn how to, to move in different ways. And I might not be used to, which would in turn is going to help me on the football field. So I'm just going to do that, dude. That is so cool. And the fact that you identified that when you were what, like a freshman in high school is absolutely ridiculous. Did you ever think about that? I, I haven't until you kind of summarize it that way. You know, it's funny looking back, thinking about, yeah, I mean, when you love something so much, like at that point in my life, I loved, Mm -hmm. for some reason, I just loved football so much. That's all I cared about. That's all I thought about. And I try to find anything to get better at it. So, yeah, I, you know, I didn't really, I wasn't that self-aware back then, but when you, when you say it like that, (laughs) yeah, I'm. I'm giving myself a pat on the back. <laughs> you should because you identify when you were 14 years old, what, 25, 30, 21 year olds, everybody, basically people from their 20s to their 40s and 50s are, are struggling to do right now. So, dude, that is super cool. And on top of it, it didn't stop there because I'm. We're not, I know we're, this is a, a finding faith podcast. And we, when we talk about, we talk about God and how you got into God, but the, something that is super important too, is just having these conversations and understanding someone, someone's mindset and their background and where they come from and, and what they do. So I think it's super important that we do, we, that we do dive into this a little bit more. So, um, we identified that when you're in high school, this was kind of your mindset. And then on top of it, you got into real estate, but then like, it doesn't stop there. Cause I feel like you constantly challenge yourself and you go outside of the norm and you do things that don't make, that make you uncomfortable. And, and that's kind of like just who you are and who you developed into. And obviously, maybe not obviously, but what I'm going to is, uh, you decided one day when you're on Instagram, you're like, you know what? I'm going to do something out of the ordinary, something I've never done before. I'm just going to do a poll and let's see which one wins. And you know which one won? Freaking jujitsu. <laughs> and then you, you just, you decide you're like, I'm going to go to jujitsu uh, class because that's what one I'm going to go for it. And you're still in it. So how did that, I know I kind of gave the breakdown, but can you, can you dive more into that too? Because this should just once again, goes along the lines of you going out of your comfort zone and you doing something different that, that most people probably wouldn't even consider doing. Yes, I totally forgot I did that poll. <laughs> I'm so glad I did that poll. Like, no, my, yeah, my poll was, what should I do next? Did I do jujitsu? I think archery. Yep. I think there was one. I don't remember the last thing, but yeah, and everyone ended up doing jujitsu, so I did that. Um, I voted yeah, for no, jujitsu. <laughs> and here I am. I'm thankful that happened. Everything works out the way it should. Um, 
you know what's funny is I like to do. I, I listen. I follow Jesse Itzler. He's like he's uh, kind of like a kind of a role model for me. Okay. And how he lives his life. What's and his name? He had uh, Jesse Itzler. Okay. He's uh he's like a, this entrepreneur, but I think what I respect about him is just how he goes about living life. And one of the things he promotes is try to do something new every other month. Mm. And you know, for me during COVID. It was so, you know, you, you end up, I think you end up doing the same thing over and over and over again. Yep. yep. And you just, you just get lost in the days and your life just moves by and you don't even recognize what, like years go by and you're like, what happened in my life? Like, did I live the life that I wanted to do? And so I've been doing some new things every other month to make sure I can remember like the days that I have and, and actually enjoy the experience of life that I, I get to, to do. And yeah, my my thing. I, I was asking my family, "Hey, what do you guys think I should do for my next thing?" And my my sister made like an offhand comment, like, "Hey, why do you do jujitsu?" I'm like, "Yeah, right." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like, "Shit, that's not happening." Um, and then for some reason, it, it was just in the back of my head, in the back of my head, and and I, I believe when you have a thought in your head for more than normal, more than a day, more than a week, you know, if something keeps coming back, it's it's, it's coming back for a reason. Yeah. So that's what happened to me, and I, I ended up making a poll, and <laughs> I, I ended up doing it, and I, I've been doing it for six months now, and I've been loving it. So I'm, I'm glad that, you know, I'm glad that happened. Did you ever think that you would stay in it as long as as long as you have? <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. Oh my gosh, dude! I was like, I'll try this for maybe a month. We'll see how it goes. I think the first practice, I was so uncomfortable. I'm, yep. I'm, I'm a guy. I like being peaceful, and I just, I was not comfortable <laughs> choking <laughs> people out or just like, you know, being aggressive at all. But I've been, uh, it's been a nice, different form of, of, I, I guess, release and just uh, different atmosphere for me. And so I've been enjoying it, and yeah. And have you, uh, have you seen progress? So how, how's that been? So for the past six months now? Yeah. No, dude. I. I think I'm getting a lot better compared compared to where I was before, dude. I am I'm flying colors, but I, so cool. I still get choked out every time. <laughs> <laughs> compared to people who, who do it regularly, I'm I'm still on the low totem pole. But I feel like for me, from where I was last just six months ago, I'm like, dang, I can I can roll now. Well, I can get by. I can okay. get by. <laughs> Yeah. Um. All right. So let's let's dive into your your upbringing regarding faith now. Okay. So, mm-hmm. um, because I I know that you shared a a post recently and uh, you mentioned to me, um, and we could dive into this a little bit more later as well. That you're reading the Bible right now, and I think you're on Genesis mm-hmm. right now. So, um, now was was religion and God always something that was included like inside of your life growing up, or how did that start, or or like yeah, just tell us your story on that. Yeah, you know, I, you know, my, my, I come from a Mexican background. My, my family is Mexican, and mm-hmm. we grew up Catholic. Okay. So, that's kind of my background growing up, and I, I wasn't, I, to be honest, I wasn't really strong with faith. I wasn't, I didn't really have a strong connection with religion or God. Yep. Growing up, because for me, it was more of a chore. You know, I yep. felt like it was more of a task, and it was just like. I always had a negative experience, like, you know, my, my, my family would be like, come on, we're going to church, like, get up, get ready, let's go out the door. And I, it was just, like, never a pleasant experience for me. And I just, that that's kind of the message I got growing up, so that's why I never had a close connection with it. I never found a relationship for me with God. And so I, I kind of didn't really 
study phase. I didn't, didn't really have any contact with it basically my whole life until recently, the, the past year or so. Mm. And was there anything in particular that sparked your desire or interest to start pursuing it? Yeah, you know, I I would say it, this part of my life this past year, I there's a few things I was personally struggling with. Struggling okay. with. Okay. I, I I was struggling with fear mm-hmm. and and just just control. I was a bit of control freak. Yep. Especially with my my life and my business. And last year I made the jump to be full time in real estate. Okay. You know, I left my job. I, I left all my safety cushions. I was like full in on real estate and I just could not get over this fear that I had. Mm. And this, I was just fearful like 90% of the time. And it was just screwing up my life. I could not. Hello? Hello? What happened? No, call dropped. Okay, hold on. Call him back. Call him back. There we go. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Hello again. <laughs> that was funny. You knew what was happening before it happened. That's cool. <laughs> um. So you before before uh, the call dropped, you were very fearful. <laughs> and what happened? Yeah, you know, I was just in a. I just couldn't get over this this fear, right? Leaving my steady paycheck from an office job to being in real estate, which is very volatile. And what happened, you know, I, I, at the time I ended up meeting a girl and started dating a girl who was very, um, very old school, traditional and mm-hmm. had you know, a strong background in faith. And she just, she, we had some conversations about it and she started reintroducing, you know, faith into my life because she was seeing my fear and seeing my control, you know, just, just seeing what it, the effect it was having on me mentally. Yep. And that's kind of what sparked it for me. You know, she gave me some ideas. She gave me some some messages. And it took some time to marinate for me. It took some time to fully want to dive into that. But that's kind of the spark that kind of started it all. Yeah. It, it's crazy as you as you talk about this. I'm just able to relate to myself so much because, um, I mean, I was raised Catholic as well. And, um, it was always something that was a chore to me. It was something that I felt like was, was forced upon me, uh, not something I necessarily wanted to pursue myself. Um, Mm -hmm. and I also ran into a situation that was last year where, um, I, I felt the need to control everything. And when I didn't have control, it just, it completely destroyed me. Right. And, um, under, I mean, in the Bible it says, trust, trust in the Lord with all your heart um, and lean on your own understanding. I, I wanted to control my own destiny, destiny on so many different things, um, which is against kind of what the Bible says to do. And when I put my trust in God and when I said, you know what, whatever your plan is, whatever your plan is for me, whatever it is that I'm supposed to do, whatever your will is that you want me to do, like I want to trust you with everything um, and I just want to... Um, I want to believe and I want to just have faith that it's all going to work out. And I'll tell you what, man, uh, I think you can agree that you've went through a lot of hardships in your life. Um, I mean, even just talking to you right now regarding um, the the whole real estate jump in and taking a leap of faith in, in there is in itself extremely scary. Um, and 
oh, where is I going with this? Um, <laughs> when you're good, you're good. No, when um, when we when we take that that leap of faith and, and trust in something else and, and trust that there is a purpose for us. Um, oh, I know what I was gonna say. When oh, I lost it again. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this. Okay, you were you were talking about giving self control. We kind of had a similar experience with that. Mm-hmm. Was it was it easy to make the switch for you to fully surrender, fully give give up control? No, bro. I hit rock bottom. I I, I tell you what. Okay, so I, I mentioned this in like my my personal um experience episode. I hit rock bottom, dude. I was like. It was panic attacks, like how you mentioned before, and it was like, what am I doing? What is real? What is not real? What am I supposed to be doing right now? Like, what is this life, honestly? Um, And it took miracle after miracle for me to be like, wow, okay. Um, Because for me, my biggest hurdle was, does God exist? It's not... What am I supposed to be doing? It's not um, Mm -hmm. because for me, that's like that's easier because if if God exists, therefore, my purpose should be to pursue him and and trust in him and have faith in him and whatever that that he wants me to do. I'm just going to do it. And and that's where my purpose would be. But if no God existed, then it'd be what the heck am I doing? Like, what is this? What is this? Mm -hmm. This life that we live right now? What is the meaning of life? And and that is a dark hole on it on itself Mm -hmm. so um that that's what that is what the biggest issue for me was and what happened was once those miracles happened so once again i hear rock bottom like hey you need to give me a sign because i am lost right now and it wasn't like let me look for signs it was i i just need signs and it was just miracle after miracle i would say that just happened over and over and over again to the point where it was like okay wow you know what i am so sorry for even doubting you in the in the first place um i'm gonna completely change my perspective right now and i'm just gonna put all faith in you now i was going through and and that that anxiety and and that fear that i had started dying very very quickly um to the point where it's like i can't believe i even felt that way before but but i will be completely honest where i say i did not even know there was a mindset and a feeling that you can have consciously that existed where everything around you just felt so fake and like it didn't even exist in the uh, like like nothing felt real and my and Mm -hmm. it was so crazy because i was awake and i was conscious this entire time and it just felt like i was living a dream um yeah. yeah so bro that was crazy um what was your did i even answer your question i i got in this yeah, completely no, different I, tangent i, mean, I no i because for me this faith journey is pretty new so mm. you mentioned how it wasn't like a flip of, of a switch of you surrendering or giving up control and i, I appreciate hearing your side of things because and you know at least for me and for other people sometimes we think oh we're supposed to be 100 percent committed like no, no doubts no objections like we're all in yep um but you know sometimes it, it feels like it's more of a gradual journey for me and i'm, I'm navigating that and you know i appreciate hearing your side of things no 100 percent. and in the bible i'm pretty sure it even says like it, it is natural to like to doubt it is natural or not doubt it is natural to have uh, like questions and, and hey does god actually exist or not but like how you were saying 
um, that gradual journey is something that um, is going to happen, I think, for everybody. And I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever met one person where they were like, hey, everything has been perfect this entire time, my entire life. And, and my relationship with God has just been absolutely like amazing. Nothing wrong has happened. I've never once had doubts. I never once had uh, any hardships come my way. Like that just doesn't, this is, this is life. Um, and, and life, we're full of ups and downs. We're full of things that happen. Um, and oh my gosh, I knew what I was going to say. And then I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, I know what I was going to say. So there has never been, and, and this, is what I, this is what I was going at earlier. So I don't even know if it, mm-hmm. it persists anymore to what we were talking about. But everything, every hardship, any, any, um, anything, that, any difficulty in your life that has ever happened has always passed. And I think just remembering that. So if anything does happen now, just remember like, hey, I went through this already. I went through that. I didn't think that I would be able to pull through, but here I am right now. And I think there's so much power in that and just realizing that whatever it is, whatever, whatever hardships, whatever temptations, whatever it is that you're going through, there will always be a way out. And God has always had your back this entire time. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what, what kind of gives me goosebumps when you said that is yeah. like when, when we're going through bad things, like we get into like, like survivor mode where we're just thinking about now. Mm-hmm. And when I think about like, even when I wasn't, I think this beautiful like line that I've heard before is like, you know, like God's faith or God's love is like the sun shining. And even if I'm like in a tree and shade, not really accepting his love, it's still there. It's still yep. shining. Yep. I just need to have to accept it. Yep. And I, I, I look back at when I'm going through hard times where I'm stuck in the now. I like look back, even when I wasn't truly, in, you know, in, in my faith, I can see the things that he did and how I got through that. He yep. helped me get through that. He can help me get through this too. He can help me get through anything. Have you ever helped me get myself out of it? Have you ever heard of the footprints in the sand poem? Uh, I haven't. No. Okay. So footprints in the sand is it's so cool and it's it's very similar to what you're talking about. So it's uh it's God and like this boy walking, right? And I, oh, I'm gonna butcher this, but um they're walking they're walking at the beach in the sand and and the, like the boy turns around and he sees like there's some most of the time there's like the four feet, right? There's there's him and there's there's God's footprints or whatever, right? But then there's two and he's like, why did you abandon me during that time? And he says, my child, Ooh, I'm going to get goosebumps right now. He said like my child, it's, it's not that I wasn't there. Those were, that was a time where, um, like you were struggling and I, and I carried you over. So, and, and for me, that is like, even when we abandon God, like how you were saying, so even when we maybe abandon our faith or maybe we, we do our doubts in God or maybe we, we get into that, that mindset where it's like, oh, it, it's me. I'm in control of my own destiny. I got to do um, what is it I got to do. And I got to force these different things to happen in order for them to happen. Like God is still there. He's still there. He's still watching. He's still, he's still figuring things out for us. He's still finding a way to, for us to do these, to us to get to where it is that he wants us to get to. Um, and I'll bring up something that happened with me. Um, Mm -hmm. I've had situations before where it was me, 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 and it was, Hey, I'm going to figure this out for myself. I got, it's, it's me against the world or it's me against this entire situation. Um, and, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to do what I want to do and it never works out. Right. But (laughs) once I identify it, I'm like, wait, maybe I shouldn't be doing this anymore. Is this, is this why, why was it so hard for me to get here? Why did it seem like I was battling something like every single time? I was like, maybe God didn't necessarily want 
want me to do this? And then when I, when I, <laughs> when I take a step back and I look, cause it's always easier when it's not you, when it's not happening to you, when it's happening to you, it's like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do, but it, say it's your friend and it's happening to your friend. It's like, dude, you're just supposed to do this. Like, what are you doing right now? <laughs> when you take that step back and you just identify everything for what it is and you take everything in and you're like, Oh, you know what? God help me out here. Whatever I'm supposed yeah. to do, just help me out. Miracle after miracle happens, dude. I cannot tell you. I'll, I'll give one example because you're you're in real estate right now. I bought a yeah. house in Kentucky. Um, the house was on the market for, I think, over a year. Um, I moved in there. Um, it had, let's to, to say the very least, the um, environment of houses around it was not ideal. So it's not, and it was like a renovated house. It was this amazingly renovated house next to a bunch of not so nice looking houses. Right. Um, so yeah, you know how the valuation on that goes. Um, so brand new house looks amazing next to not so good houses. And, um, I was just in a terrible situation once I identified it, once I stopped forcing things to happen and I was like, Oh no, what did I do? Um, this was like six months, seven months after I purchased the house. I put mm-hmm. it up for sale. Once again, it was up on the market for over a year before I bought it. Um, yeah. It sold three, three weeks after I put it on the market. Also, I got a new job at a different city during that time. Also, I sold it for a profit. So explain wow. to me wow. how I purchased a house. Um, where the, where I should not have purchased a house where, um, I never should have forced myself in in the first place, um, for all the wrong reasons. And Mm -hmm. somehow the house that was basically unsellable, I was able to sell so quickly at the perfect timing also for a profit that allowed me to move to my next location. That's like, that's, that's what I'm talking about, bro. And that's where it comes down to just trusting God and not necessarily trusting you to do everything. Like it's, it's not, it's not, um, it's not against like a man in order to just say, you know what, I'm, I'm not going to force something and I'm just going to trust in, in, in God. And, and he's, I trust that he has my back in this certain situation. I think that is like one of the best things a man can do. It's just, I just, um, identify like, Hey, I'm going to be as strong as I can be in these situations, mm-hmm. but also I understand that there is someone, there is a, a, a higher power that has the, yeah. that has, um, that is way above anything that I can do. And I'm just going to trust in that too. You know, what's, what's funny when you bring that up is it, it, before I found my faith, like that was my preconceived notion. Like as a man, yep. I felt like it was emasculating to like surrender to another man. Like what, like what, like why would that be? Now, why would that be manly of me? Why would that why would that be something a man would want to do? And I, I had this wrong perception of a man, and I, I think that's a great idea that you summed up. That it's it's more it's more respectable, or I don't know how to say it, but it, it's surrendering is really the way to go, and it's really how you find your your way in life. Even if you're a man, it doesn't really matter kind of mm-hmm. who you are, but. Yeah, I, that was a, a big thing for me back then when I was re- really not tied to my faith. Just like, why, why would I, you know, why would I do that? That's not, that's not masculine of me. And yep, it, it, it's just, it's just a bad perception. Like I know, I'm sure other people think that too. Hundred percent. You know, 
I, I don't know how to, I don't, maybe you can say it better on, on for those people on how to get out of that or how to switch their perception to understand and willing to give it up. But, you know, maybe they just need to go through their own journey and understand that that's not really what being a man is about. Yeah, you can only be, um, I, I believe in the Bible. So it's like you, if you're a slave to anything else, like you can never truly like uh, a man without any like purpose or, or, or the purpose like with God in his life is man without purpose, period. Um, and I, I think that um, people that do not have faith and let's just use men as as the the, the point of interest right here. So mm-hmm. men that don't have faith as the cornerstone of their life and say that money is the cornerstone. Greed is the cornerstone. Mm-hmm. Like they, they will always be chasing something that that will never fulfill them in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. Now, if you have faith as the cornerstone of your life, you understand that there is a higher purpose. Like money, money will come and go. Um, things will come and go. Uh, 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 what am I thinking? Like uh, objective things or, or objects will always mm-hmm. come and go. But that faith, that relationship with God, the person that created you, that will always last forever. Um, and I just identifying that is just so, so important. And inside of the Bible, it does say like, it is the man's responsibility to keep God as the cornerstone of his life. And the reason why is because I mean, let's assume that the man um, chooses to get married. And if he has a wife, he needs to he needs to keep God as the cornerstone for his wife as well, because they they he needs to be helping out the family in that aspect when it comes to their faith as well. Um, So I, I think the most masculine thing that you could possibly do is keep God at your cornerstone and keep your faith at, at your cornerstone and continue pursuing, not just, not just believing in God, but am I pursuing God on a daily basis? And we could, we could walk into how you have identified that you want to start reading the Bible. Um, and this is, this is a perfect example of choosing to include God, not just sometimes, but every single day and what you are doing. So what kind of sparked that? And I know you mentioned a little bit earlier, but what kind of sparked that? And like, how is that, how has that been going? Yeah, no, that's been doing great. You know, I, I think on, to be honest, I've never had, I've never had my own Bible. And I went to, uh, I think it was Palm Sunday, or maybe it was a couple of weeks before Easter service, um, maybe the month before, but I just, I went to this church serving. I've been going to church a little bit more often, mm-hmm. uh, trying to make it a regular. Still thing. Catholic church and or? No, no, a Christian, a Christian church. Okay. Um, yeah, I've actually, somebody got me involved and I went to, I've been going to a Christian church. Nice. And they had this portion where they're like, hey, if you want to accept, you know, Jesus in your life, you know, raise your hand. And I did that and they gave oh. me my first Bible. That's and so cool. ever since then, I've been reading it every day. I, I feel like, you know how some people, you know, they, they try to learn about their parents and they try to learn about their grandparents and they try to learn where they come from and, mm. and just more of their history. Yep. I I feel like that's kind of what I'm going through. And that's why I'm reading, you know, trying to read, the, I'm reading the Bible every day, reading a chapter every day. I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to search and trying to learn of that history and learn, <sighs> you know, where am I from? Where, 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 where does this all come from? Where does this all stem from? And oh that's, that's kind of what, what is making me read it every day. That, that's what I'm searching for and trying to learn. And, and that, that's kind of, it's been going great reading the Bible every day. I, mean, I can't read it a lot, but I'll read a chapter every day just to, just to keep this going and trying to learn as much as I can about it. That's so powerful. I, I love that perspective. I think that's, that's such a cool mentality to have. Um, I'm not sure. Do you know the, the, um, 
do you know like the translation um the 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 bible translation that you're currently reading like is it a king james version new king james new international version new living translation what do you know what it says I, I I didn't realize there are different translations yep. <laughs> before I was talking to some, I was talking to somebody. Hey, I'm reading the Bible. Which one? Like, well, there's, there's Wait, there's edition. different Bibles. <laughs> <laughs> I know. No, I'm reading the New Living Translation. Okay. I don't know the differences between them, but that's what I'm reading. No, that one's that one's totally fine. I've uh, I've so I have two Bibles. Um, and and here's another thing. So, do you know if yours is a study Bible or just like a standard Bible? Uh, I. I think it's a standard Bible. Okay. I couldn't say hundred percent. When you when you read it, when you read these chapters on the bottom of the pages, does it ever like explain what you just read further? Mm-hmm. It'll have asterisks and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. It might be a study Bible. What I'm going to recommend, and because we were talking about masculinity, and we're talking about um, I, this this is just a Bible that that I love. It's called the Every mm-hmm. Man's Bible. It's on Amazon. Yeah. If you go to Barnes and Noble, you can get it too. And what I love about it so much is like, uh, for me, um, when it comes to reading the Bible, like I, I need the cliff notes. I need things explained a little bit further. I need to know that the scenario, what's happening, who's talking, who wrote it, what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what it does such an amazing job at is, um, if there's ever something that's maybe a little bit vague and, and you don't necessarily know like what's happening, it gives you a little cliff notes on the bottom. It's like, like this is what's going on right now. This is what he's talking about or she's talking oh. about. Then on top of it, for every book, it's like, hey, this is about when it was written. Um, this is who wrote it. This is what was going on during that time. This is the the geographic location of where it was occurring. And then let's say it, it talks mm-hmm. about yeah, and then. It, it talks about things particularly pertaining to like uh like uh what a man should be doing in in specific situations too. So when when they bring up the these hard um topics sometimes it gives you just a little bit more information why it's so important from a biblical standpoint. So mm-hmm. it is like That's it's been amazing. yeah it's been such an an amazing um um. Uh, addition to to me seeking God uh, and I wanted to share that with you just because like I, I know like this is a little bit newer and like this has helped me so much and someone got me on this as well actually not even got me on it so I actually went to Barnes and Noble and I mentioned this in, in my like portion of my podcast before mm-hmm. it was um I went to Barnes and Noble when I was on my own journey when I hit rock bottom and yeah. I and I found this bible and it was the everyman's bible and the person that I talked to when I was, uh, he got back to me. Like, uh, I reached out to someone that, that I knew was religious. I got back, he got back to me and he's like, Hey, I don't know if you ever heard of this Bible, but I've been using it. And it's called the every man's Bible. So just sharing that fellowship and, and sharing that with, with as many people as I can on, Hey, like this, this is kind of a cool thing. And, and this definitely helped yeah. me out in my journey and it might help you out as well. Um, yeah, That's awesome. highly I'm recommend check it out. Yes. I'm <laughs> I've been I've been listening like more and more I get involved in the church. I've been listening to sermons, and yep. one thing I appreciate is they 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 use it in current day scenarios. I'm like, yes, this is kind of it sounds like that's what kind of the book does too, which is amazing. So I'll check it out. Absolutely. Um, going into uh, and so we we were kind of raised in the in the certain in a similar situation as well, where we were both born Catholic because our parents were born Catholic. Um, you on, on the Mexican side and me on the Italian side. Um, and then we both, cause I didn't know that I didn't know that this was something that you were doing right now. So you decided to pursue, or when you went, when you go to church now, you go to mm-hmm. just a, a standard Christian church. And that's something that I've done as well. And for me, um, actually like, what made you, what got you to, to change in the first place and kind of what was your, um, 
What was your experience like ever since you've been going to this church? And why, what made you want to continue going to this church? Yeah, you know, I, I started going, it was, I, I didn't really have the intention on what type of church I was going to. Mm-hmm. I just, I had a buddy who, not really a buddy, this was a, it, God works in, in mysterious ways, not seriously. Like the way I even got into the church is a, is a crazy story in itself. Um, but the the, strange, the the friend, he's a friend now, uh-huh. uh, but the guy at the time who invited me to the church, he's like, hey, I come to this one all the time, why don't you come by? And so I, I took him up on his invitation and it ended up being a Christian church. And I've been going there ever since just because for me personally, you know, when I went to Catholic churches, they were, I didn't really feel much of a connection. It, to yep. me, it just felt like, it was not very engaging. It was not very powerful. I didn't feel this connection. Um, it, it felt like just one person talking to the masses, and there was no real connection with me, if that makes sense. And when I went to this Christian church, I felt like they they did more to engage me. They did more to engage my personal situations and what's they made it more relatable. They yep. made it more um, relatable to what it, what's going on right now so that it can help me and guide me in what I'm going through right now. And so I, I just, you know, I had that more engagement. I had that um, more connection when I went to that church. And I'm I'm a big personal development guy too. Mm. So I, I, I've been in personal development. And every time I heard something in a sermon, it was like, I heard this. In personal development, I read this in a book. I heard this in a podcast. I've I've heard this before, but in in the church, they were at least in the Christian church, they were connecting it yep. with God and faith. And I was just like, that blew my mind. That just kind of kept drawing me in and kept me um, coming back and coming for more. I uh, yeah, I completely agree with everything you're saying. Um, and I think that everyone. It doesn't matter how you are getting the word. What is important is you're getting the word and you're seeking God. So mm. me had, had a very similar situation where I just wasn't resonating in Catholic churches. It didn't feel right to me. It was something that was, it was always yeah. forced upon me. Um, and then when I, when I went to a different church one time, a different denomination um, that wasn't Catholic kind of opened up my eyes and I was like, wow, um, this is not something I'm used to, but this is definitely interesting me. And I, and it's yeah. making me want to pursue God. I think that's the most important thing you could possibly do, be doing. Um, yeah. So was there, was, yeah. was there somebody that kind of helped make that connection for you or was it just like the, the, the sermons they were giving? Like what made that connection for you? That yeah. you're like, I want to keep studying and pursuing it here at this church. Yeah, that's a great question. So I go to a non-denominational church right now, but it's not even a non-denominational church denominational church that really changed my perspective. It was when I went to Northwest Indiana. Um, it was a seventh day Adventist church. Um, and basically I was going to, uh, part of my family are seventh day Adventist and they, um, they go to church on Saturday. So there's a couple different things that, that, um, that, uh, they do that is a little bit differently than, than other, um, denominations. But okay. one of, uh, a couple of my family members, my, my little cousins, they were performing at like a play. Like it was like a school play for their, for their Christian school. And, um, I, I just remember seeing these, 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 uh, people 
and they were so passionate and like the uh, older people, so like the teachers and stuff. And uh, they were extended family members that didn't even know existed at mm -hmm. the time. And they were, they were just so passionate about this. And it was just really, really cool. And it was a cool environment. And they were just so interesting that I went to church uh, after, after like the, the performance or whatever. And it was just really cool because like how you were saying, it was like, they were giving just every day. Um, like, um, just everyday, like knowledge and, and connections and things that I just wasn't getting, uh, when I was going to church before. And I was like, wait, I'd never yeah. knew, even knew this existed. Like, like, tell me more about this. And I'll tell you what, 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 it, what got me even more. And I'm jumbling my words right now. Cause I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. Um, what, what got me even more interested was I, one of my cousins, he was like seven years old. Eh, he was like nine or 10 years old at the time. And he was like quoting the Bible and he was quoting these verses. And I'm like, dude, I don't even know what this is. Like, how do you know what this is? I need to start going yeah. to this church. I, I got I gotta figure out like what it is that I was missing. So just, just that yeah. just made me so curious and it just, it sparked my interest. Um, and yeah. And so that's kind of what the, what the turning point was. And then here's another example though, before I went through my hard time last year, when it came to like, um, like everything that was going on, I reached out mm -hmm. to one of my friends, um, from college and I asked him, Hey, like I I'm moving to Atlanta or whatever. Like, do you have any recommendations for churches? And he told me to go to passion city church, which is the church I go to now, but I totally forgot he even mentioned that. So six months go by or, or like 12 months go by or whatever. And next thing I know I'm going to passion city church, which is the church that he told me to go to this entire time. And it was like, it, it was, it's my favorite church I've ever gone to. So, and they're like super well known. It was crazy. Cause I walk into yeah. this church thing that I found in myself. <laughs> it turns out people told me to go to this church all along and it, it, it like, it's a super famous church, but I went to like a smaller mm -hmm. location. It was just this amazing feeling. It's just, it's just crazy how, how things work sometimes, man. But, but that's kind of like my story. Like, yeah, no, it's like this amazing, beautiful work happening in the background that you just are completely unaware of. You yep. think you're doing something on your own, but <laughs> in the background, God was like working this plan the whole time. And you're like, oh, okay, now I see. Now I see how everything was going. <laughs> and and once again, going to the whole like trusting in God and, and like not trusting my own thing. So reach out to my friend. God tells like God has basically he gives me like hey you should go to this church right um mm -hmm. i completely forgot about it i go through the like the hardest time in my life and maybe <laughs> if had i just listened to my friend when he said hey maybe you should go to passion city church it's a pretty good church i who knows what would have happened who knows if i would have went through mm -hmm. what i went through and it, it's just crazy man right. like once again it doesn't it's all about the journey and the journey is never it's never linear it will have ups and downs but Bro, if you go, if you have the mindset of pursuing God every single day, how can I include God in everything that I'm doing? And this is something that I've been striving for. And I'll tell you what, there's there's so many stories I could talk about. Um, just mm -hmm. in, in the sense of if I make my faith public and open and I, I don't try to hide it, I don't try to like to worry, mm -hmm. oh, am I, am I going to uh, offend someone or hurt their, their feelings if I talk about my faith? Like just having yeah. that mentality, that mindset where it's like, hey, you know what? I'm just going to be Christian all the time and that's how I'm going to be. It changes everything. Can, can I ask you something on that? As yeah. Being a beginner in my faith, okay. this is what I'm struggling with right now. Okay. Is now that we're on this topic is like when I talk to people, before I used to be all personal development, so that's kind of where my mindset was. But now I'm like turning into faith, and I'm I'm pursuing faith, and it's like I don't 
Mm. Sometimes some people, it's like I have to, I'm making this engagement. Like, do these people, are these people of faith or not? Like if they aren't, (laughs) then I don't want to sound preachy. I don't want to talk, you know, I, I don't feel like it's going to resonate with them. So I have, I struggle with like, Mm. do I give them which, what I'm truly feeling, what I feel like God would like me to say, or should I kind of speak on their level and, and kind of not make it a secular conversation? So coming from you, hearing this from you, I would like to get your take and see what you think, what what you've done. Absolutely. Um, I, it's so funny that you, you say this because, all right, for when I was going through that hard time that I talked about late last year, um, mm-hmm. my director, it's not even my boss, my, my boss's boss, um, mentioned like a band. I was like, Hey, like, have you heard this band before? I was like, no, I haven't heard them. She's like, Oh yeah, you might like them or whatever. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll check them out one day. I forgot all about it. Okay. Um, and I was so scared to talk about religion because I didn't mm-hmm. want to be judged. I didn't want to, um, I, I just, I was uncomfortable talking about it. Like how you were saying, it was like, I don't know if I'm going to make someone uncomfortable. If I'm talking about this, like, I don't know if I should bring this up. Like mm-hmm. that, that was my mentality. So I just chose not totally. to. And I made the decision a couple months ago and I just, I, I, same director, same person, um, brought it up or whatever. And they, they were like, Oh, I think it was with the clothing brand. They're like, Hey, like, what are you doing? How's that going or whatever? Oh, you know what it was? It was the podcast. Um, cause I said like, mm-hmm. Hey, like, um, I, I also do a podcast and she's like, Oh, what's the podcast? I'm like, I'm, I'm very religious or whatever. And like, this is something I identified as something I want to continue to pursue. And I want, I want to talk about it. And this is the reason why I felt like it was important. And, um, she brought up the band again and didn't even talk about, didn't even talk about her faith, just brought up the band again. And that day when I went to go work out, I listened to them. It was need to breathe. And they were a Christian mm-hmm. band. So this entire, <laughs> once again, going, going along the lines of, oh of, God. um, uh, when God puts things in, in into like in front of you, like, Hey, maybe you should actually like focus on them and actually listen to them. But also like not being afraid to talk about your faith, because once again, I made the conscious decision that this was something I was going to talk about. I decide to actually talk about it in front of someone at work who is uh, a way above me. And it turns out months ago that she was trying to lean me in towards like, Hey, I am a Christian. This is what I believe. In. Oh my God. So, that's so that's how it goes, man. And, and uh, definitely after that happened, I was like, you know what? I'm going to bring this up. And if someone judges me for it, so be it. But also I'll tell you what, by bringing up your faith in, in in your everyday life, you will run into people and you will make maybe friends. You will you will have these amazing conversations that you might not have had before because you never put yourself out there. And I'll give you another example. Okay, I have a friend named Brayden who was also on this podcast before. He's an electrician, mm-hmm. and he loves to bring up faith. He loves to talk about it. He he's not afraid to to showcase his faith. And one thing that he does when when he when he um goes about his job and goes to people's houses, whatever is he listens to worship music and he brought up Mm. specific examples of how his day and the scenario just completely changed all because of him not being afraid to have that conversation, not being afraid to showcase his faith publicly. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I promise you that I've been in the situation before where it felt like, Hey, I don't really know if I feel comfortable doing this. I'm even a little scared to do it. I don't know how I'm going to, mm-hmm. I don't know how it's going to be perceived, but making that leap of faith. And Hey, who knows? Sometimes it might be a situation where it's like, Hey, I, or, or, I don't know if you're religious or not, uh, but I, I, I feel this, this, and this, and they might say, you know what? I'm not at all. And it's like, okay, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to talk to you about it. But like, 
<laughs> I don't think you'll ever like be judged in a way. And, and I think, uh, I think honestly, yeah. the enemy puts it inside of our head that if we bring this up, we're just going to be judged and, and people are going to look at us differently. Mm-hmm. But like at the end of the day, dude, people are living their own lives. And even if they don't necessarily have the same beliefs or the same mindset as you, as my dog bites my finger, um, the same bi- <laughs> mindset is you. I, I think people like, it's not as big of a deal as the enemy tries to make it feel inside of your head. And I think more times than yeah. not, I guarantee you more times than not, it will be a positive conversation regardless. No, I appreciate your feet. When you, when I heard you saying that it brought me back to, again, I'm, I'm a big personal development junkie yep. and connecting this with faith. It's like, it reminds me, you know, you're never going to be happy. You're never going to truly accept yourself or love yourself. So you can't freely express yourself. And when you said that, it, it makes me remind me, my, remind myself of that, you know, nobody's really going to truly accept you if you don't show who you really are. Yes. And, you know, if people don't accept you, you know, it wasn't meant to be right. God will get you through that. God will get you through judgment. If you, you exactly. know, he's, he's going to pull you through that. So I, I'm, I'm glad I asked that. I'm glad you answered that. So I appreciate your input. That, that helps me a lot. No, I, I, I got you, man. Like, I cannot tell you how many times, like, and, and I'm going to reference the enemy because that, that's what I believe. I believe that there's yeah. good, there's also evil. Um, and I believe if God exists, then there, there's also evil and there's also Satan. Um, and for me, it's like, bro, I, I'll tell you what, and, and you know you're on the right track if if certain situations come up. Because uh, that, what, I forgot who it was. Someone told me this before. When, when you're not putting God at the cornerstone of your life, like the enemy has nothing to worry about. Like he's, he's chilling. He's like, Hey, I already got, I already got Chris where, where I want him. Like he's, he's good. But once you, once you start like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to really pursue God. I'm going to really see what this is all about. I'm, you know what this Bible thing, like I'm going to read it. I'm going to try to understand it. I'm going to see where I came from. I'm going to see all these different stories that happened hundreds and thousands of years ago, but somehow translates perfectly to things that happen right now. Like I'm going to pursue this. I'll tell you what, it's not always going to be perfect, bro. It's not always going to be easy. There are going to be situations where things do not go your way and you are going to be challenged. But I'll tell you what, you keep on pursuing that. You keep on staying curious. You keep on trying and talking about personal development. I feel like striving to, to become the best Christian you can be and, 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 and seeking God is going to make your personal development even better. Um, you keep on doing that and you'll you'll surprise yourself at, at the outcome and, and what that that true potential is that that happens when you commit to this i appreciate that i you know talking about this uh you have just kind of curious you know i i, I enjoy speaking to other people of faith and yep. hearing their experience like do you have a, a big example of that like it, following and pursuing this faith and, and pursuing god has there been like, is there like one highlight for you? Bro, absolutely. That stands out. Yeah. Uh, so pursuing God and, and something that, that happened where I felt like I was tested. Is that what we're talking about? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. absolutely. All right. I'll, I'll go into this. I don't care. Um, I have, I've been someone that struggled with, with pornography and, and struggled with mm-hmm. seek, seeking sexual status, uh, like gratification, um, um, mm-hmm. whether it be like from, from a woman or whether it be from like porn or something right, like, like that. Right. Yeah. So I made that conscious decision where it was like, Hey, I'm going to start pursuing this. Like, 
bro, I cannot tell you the, the, the thoughts that went into my head, the desire where it's like, Hey, you should be doing this instead, or you should be talking to the, the, this person said you should be doing like all these different things. It was like an avalanche and it's so, it, it kind of sounds silly to talk about, but I, I'll tell you what, like it was, it was a different level. Um, and it's not like it's, it's always been this, this perfect situation, but I'll tell you what, man, like yeah. going, going through that and, and, um, just, just understand like you, your mindset will change. Um, and it, it just comes down to like the enemy will throw the kitchen sink when, when you're, when you change your mindset, when you go towards God, that's yeah. my personal opinion. Yeah. That's, that's an example that I went through. Yeah, no, I thank you so much for sharing that because I feel like, you know, on that topic, it's like in our society, like things, people try to normalize things like that. Yes. And it's it, it just like, it makes the fight even harder sometimes. Like even if it's not that specifically, but yep. just anything you know, our society normalizes and when you try to follow like the faith in god it, it's like i feel like i'm fighting an uphill battle sometimes because it's like everybody else thinks this is normal but yes truly you know oh. it's not for you and and it's, it's i'm so glad you shared that because that's what came up to me it's like uh it's, it's hard to make this it's sometimes it's an uphill climb for me but uh you know it, it's the, the the right climb we're making it's, it's for the betterment of our lives and the yep. betterment of of our family to do that I, i'll tell you what man um you, I have not thought of a time where I decided that I wanted to pursue God and pursue my faith where it had negative, like a negative impact in my life, uh, like in the long term. So like not once have I ever been like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to read the Bible right now and I'm going to do this. Like I never felt like I did nothing bad has ever came out of that. I'll tell you that. Um, and, and on top of it too, so you, you mentioned normalizing and, and getting it, society telling us that something is okay. And it's like, well, but that kind of feels like it's going against what I believe. I'll tell you what, man, um, there, <laughs> the things that are normal now, um, it, it kind of blows my mind at, at stages that like where, where we are in and, and whatnot right now. But, um, mm -hmm. I think, I think if there is that question that, that sparks you where it's like, Hey, is this something I'm supposed to be doing or something I'm not supposed to be doing one, I would turn to prayer. I would, I would pray okay. about it. And I'd, I'd say, you know what, like, this is what's on my mind right now. Um, this is what I'm feeling like, please give me a sign. Please help me out. Please show me, guide me as to what it is that I'm supposed to be doing. Should I be doing this or should I not be? And also like, is it in the Bible? Is it biblical itself? If the Bible says against it, chances are you shouldn't be doing it. Um, <laughs> And, and, uh, talking, we, you mentioned personal development and how that's a, that's a huge uh, part of your own growth right now. Right. Mm -hmm. I would say yeah. that the Bible a hundred percent assists with personal development. I think if you follow the words of the Bible, um, it's going to make your life so much better too. Yeah, no, I a hundred percent believe that. I, I think that's why I was mind blown when I was listening to that sermon and they were connecting yep. personal development. I was like, wait a minute, did all these people get this from the Bible and just made it a secular spinoff? It's, it's funny, but no, I, I appreciate having these conversations because it helps me learn. I learned a, a ton from you, um, and I'm glad you, you gave me this kind of environment and the support to, to share and, and just kind of ask my questions and, and help me grow. So, no, you're helping me just by doing this. I appreciate you letting me be on this. Man. Dude, I, I, uh, I'm so glad that you're on it. And, and so two things, one, it's crazy because when you have these conversations, like here's the thing is like this podcast, not only does it, does it help me strengthen my faith, which is what this was created for. And also to help mm -hmm. other people that might be struggling with their faith, like hear other people, other real people, like with the reasons why they believe in God, but also like mm -hmm. every time I do this, the person that is also on with me, just strengthens their faith as well, which is so freaking cool. Mm -hmm. 
cool to have. But then on, uh, the, the other thing I was going to say, and I'll, I'll end on this note, was um, uh, we're talking about sermons, and and one that, that I listen to a lot is Ben Stewart. Ben Stewart is the Passion City Church in Washington, D.C.'s um, main main pastor. And and one conversation, I saved this, this YouTube video, and I could send it to you. Um, but mm-hmm. he... Once again, going into the lines of like, hey, I, I'm not the type of person where I'm an extrovert and I could just say, hey, let's talk about God. Like, that is not, that's not the type of person that Ben Stewart was. And mm-hmm. he like prayed about it uh, and he was like, God, just, just help me out. Like, just, just help me do something. So he was like working at a restaurant or he was at a restaurant and this like girl, this waitress or whatever, hostess or whatever came up to him and was like, hey, like, do you believe in God? And he was like, yeah. And he was like, okay, like we have a, we have a question about God or whatever. And, um, he answered their question like super simply. And he was like, I hear like it, the most basic elementary answer, but, mm-hmm. um, they were like, oh my gosh, like this all makes sense. And I guess they watched like a documentary or whatever. And it was about like God or it was about like the Christian faith or whatever it was and it made them curious. And he was able to answer the question because he was prepared and it just happened. And then he said it was crazy too, because like, then she brought somebody else over and it was like another coworker or whatever. And, um, he, he they were like, hold on a second. Like this person's going to help us talk about God. And he tried to, he tried to get in cue with it. He said, and he tried like saying like, God is like a motorcycle and God does this and this. And he's like, no, no, no. Time out. Time out. Just show us the picture that he showed us the first time and explain it that way. And he's like, all right. So here it, it was like a, it was like cross representation. It was like two different Bible verses or whatever. And it explains why like Jesus mm-hmm. died for us. Okay. That was the whole premise of like what he was explaining to them it was like how Jesus died, why Jesus died for us and whatnot. And once again, more people came out of nowhere. Like once again, he prayed for like the day before was like, God, just, if I'm supposed to help somebody out, like just let it happen. Cause I, I give mm-hmm. up like reaching out to people. I give up on going out. Cause what I should have prefaced with this, my mind races at a hundred beats per second. Um, so what basically it was, was he was in like, um, like, what is it called? It, it's like the, the school or whatever to become a, a pastor. Um, and, okay. and it was one of the, like their, their courses, like they had to like go on, they had to, to ask people about their faith and his friends did it uh, so easily because they were extroverted, but he was more of an introvert and he couldn't do that at the time. Um, but once again, so the, these people, and he's explaining this, more people come in and he tries, once again, try to be cute with it. And they're like, dude, 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 calm down, calm down. Show us the picture again. <laughs> and he explains the picture and it, and it just converted people into the Christian faith because he was writing, he was preparing, he wasn't afraid to talk about God in that situation. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, dude, like it, it's definitely not comfortable the first time you do it. And, and I mm-hmm. can't promise it's always going to be like an easy, amazing situation, but I, Going back into like, I, I mentioned this before, like, do I want to be a Christian sometimes or do I want to be a Christian all the time? Do I want to be a man of God sometimes or do I want to be a man of God all the time? I want to make the decision to be a man of God all the time. And am I going to mess up along the way? Absolutely. I mess up all the time. I cannot tell you how much I mess up, but do I want to continue trying to better myself in my faith, which I think will in turn better myself as who I am as a man and in the future? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to do. And I appreciate you for having this conversation, bro. Um, This was such an amazing conversation. I'm so glad that we were able to sit down and talk about this. Yeah, no, that was amazing, man. I I really appreciate you doing this and again, spreading, spreading the faith and spreading experiences like this. This is invaluable. It it really helps people like me. People are just starting and struggling and just learning. And I feel like we're all on this journey trying to understand what our faith means to us and our relationship with God and, uh, this platform you have is amazing. So I really, I really give give you props for doing this and 
you know, the stuff, it takes a lot of work. People don't realize how much work it takes putting this together, editing, all the work that goes into it. It's not easy. So I really, I really commend you for all this work that you're doing uh, to help spread your faith and, and what you believe in and helping others. So, hey man, congrats on, on all this you're doing. Congrats on, on the new puppy too. And, and hopefully, <laughs> hopefully everything goes well with this little guy over there. <laughs> he's, he's like literally biting my finger right now. This dog has... He's been uh he's been running around this entire time. I'm hoping that the microphone doesn't pick up all of it, but um yeah, he's he's definitely been his his own his own character right now. But uh thank you so much, man. I can't wait to see what comes out of you um and, and what what happens in your future as well. And I I just look forward to it all, Chris. I'm excited. I appreciate you, Nick. I appreciate this. We'll we'll definitely stay in touch. Yes, sir.